This is the Life of Lux podcast. Welcome to Lux Light, when rapid fire is not always so rapid. We do this little section. It's kind of like a rapid fire section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do um, so we call it the draw. And so, you know, it doesn't have to be like a one word answer or whatever, but, but pretty quick here. So uh, what does Lux mean to you? Well, uh, th- that one, I know him. So it's, it's a tough <laughs> one, right? uh, it, to me, it means great times. Like some of the best times of my life were standing on the Lido deck and hanging out with Joel and Drew and whoever else was there. And like, Really, I mean, Joel, again, and I know it's supposed to be a short answer, but like <laughs> the, 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 what we were drinking back then, routinely, yeah. like somebody should write a story about it. I know. Right? I, I know a writer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I actually contacted a friend of mine who's a booze writer and I was trying to explain to her what was happening and how she should come document it. And she's like, She's like, what, you just stand around and drink whiskey? I'm like, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's the whiskey. And she just, she just didn't get it. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and like the values just hadn't like gone through the roof yet. Yeah, but they're still expensive. Like it was like, you know, still, you know, they, several thousand. They weren't cheap, but, but like, well, yeah, except that like, you know, oh, I'm trying to think. Uh, I don't know. It, it, it was just within the realm of possibility. Yeah, you know, yeah. Where now it's just like. Well, I guess we, yeah, we went from two to 3,000 to 20, 30,000 bottles. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but, but even, you know, like even in the early days, though, like they, they weren't even a thousand yet. I mean, I, I, I seem to remember I purchased like a 22 year Willet or 23 year or something for like 300 bucks. It, mm-hmm. it was like, and then like the, a day later, it was like double that, but it was, it wasn't like crazy yet. Oh, yeah. It was probably the 25-year uh, rise. I just sat at the shelf for 300 bucks. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, anything else to sell? It's like... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was wild. So so the, to me, it's a good time. And then also, I've really been enjoying... I've been uh, buying them whenever I can, The uh, those rare character releases you're doing. And actually, in Nashville Barrel and a whole bunch of them, but the rare characters, shockingly good value for the quality of, um, of the, the juice. I mean, it's really... That, that last one, that orange wax one, was just oh yeah, so good. And it was like a five years, so good. Yeah, Pablo was killing it. Yeah, Pablo, oh. he's doing it. He's him and uh, Pete, his uh, his his business partner. But yeah, it's like, but Pablo, his his palate, the the stuff, the barrels that he's getting his hands on, and just is amazing. That's why I'm like, you know, yeah, I, you know, I buy and I drink a lot of Willet stuff, but you know, it's. Um, that's it's it's more of an expensive pour these days than it was. So it's like you know, so where are you going to go for more of a daily pour? Yep. And uh, yep, hundred percent right. Yeah. It's uh. It, and again, I mean, I was just that last one. I was like, and I won't even name the other ones, but I've been, you know, having other uh of, of you know good bourbons, and then that one, and I was just like, oh my yeah, high rye. Yeah, it's a high yeah. rye mash bill. Oh, so good. So anyways, that's in a, in a very long-winded way. That's my quick... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Good time. Good all time. right. We'll see. Uh, we'll be a little quicker on these. All right. So uh, <laughs> we're currently... So this will release kind of in the holiday season. Um, so what what is a luxe gift for the car lover in your life? What, what do you think? Um, for the car lover, uh, tires. I'd say uh, tires are, are good. Get good tires. Uh, and or uh, driving school. If you really, um, 
I send my wife uh, every Hanukkah to the uh, to the, the we have a Porsche Experience yeah, yeah. Center here in LA, mm-hmm. and uh, I put her in a 911 very very specifically, and uh, you know have her do that for the day in hopes that one day she'll let me buy a 911. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, to drive, driving you know it's always like well what, how should I modify my car? It's like learn to drive it and tires. Mm-hmm. The tires right. are such a huge deal when it comes to performance cars. So you obviously do a lot of interviews, podcasts, you meet a lot of people. I'm sure you get asked the same question over and over again. But what is a question that you wished people would ask you? I can give you 10 questions I wish they didn't. <laughs> uh, but um, I, I don't know. That's a, uh, that's a, that's a deep thought. That's a one that's like, man... I, Give me that one a week before me think about it. I know. I have to give credit to my wife for that one because I was telling her about this and I was like, what would you ask? Because, you know, she's not a car person or anything. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I'd um, ask this. Like, oh. You know, honestly, I think you already asked it. It was like, what, how do you evaluate a car? Because, you know, um, you know, it, it's uh, like when you do have to review or get to review, you know, like a Toyota Prius, which by the way, we named it like car of the year yesterday. Um <laughs> you know, you're not comparing it to a Lamborghini, you know, and it's, it, it's, it, there, you have to, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's that thinking in terms of competitive sets and, and look, it's, you know, you can, if you wanted to ever do like cigar or bourbon criticism, same thing, like, you know, uh, yeah, like, um, you know, Blanton's gold is a great pour, but can you really compare it to like William LaRue Weller, like not really. Mm-hmm. They're, they're sort of different things. So what does William LaRue Weller compete with? What does Blanton's gold compete with? And so it's, it's, it's like, I wish people were more aware of that. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, you spell your Johnny, you spell it J O N N Y. So why no H? Uh, it is, my understanding is it's the Jewish way to spell it. Um, so I'm Jonathan is my given name. Um, or Yonatan in Hebrew, uh, but uh, there's no H. John is John the Baptist, and uh, you know we we got no truck with him. So, <laughs> I was always told that John uh, without an H is the Jewish way. Uh, that's what my mom told me. I, I have no idea if it's true. Hmm. Um, okay, cool. But I have a, I have another friend Johnny who actually spells it J O N N I E, and I asked him uh, about both the IE and the H. And he said the same thing. He's like, I'm Jonathan. And I just always thought H was like John the Baptist. (laughs) Got it. Yeah. So So, maybe it's true. Or maybe it's just like a certain generation of Jewish moms said that, but I will say it is interesting. Like my last name is Lieberman, which is a very Jewish name. But if you go to Germany, there's a lot of Liebermans, uh, with two N's on the end. And Hmm. and I know it's a funny, I'll tell you this story that real quick. So I, I believe it was when the Jews got tossed out of, um, uh, France in like the 1500s, um, uh, ethnically cleansed to put it in the parlance of our times out of France. They got, arrived in Germany and the Germans said, okay, if you got money, you can purchase a, a, a good name like Goldman or, uh, uh, you know, Rosenblum or Lieberman. Lieberman means like lover boy, basically, <laughs> um, you know, Zuckerman, Sugarman. You can purchase these names. It has to be a German name. You have to get rid of your old name. Um, uh, but because you're not German, you're Jewish, we're going to spell it differently. So Lieberman, they dropped the N Rosenblum, I think for Jews was a U for Germans. It's an OO. Um, and they did stuff like that. Pretty strange thing. But anyway, hmm. but if, if you didn't have money, they gave you one of four names, 
Stein Klein Weiss or Schwartz, hmm. uh, big, small, black and white. And it was just randomly assigned to you. Wow. And that's why there's so many Stein Klein Schwartzes and Weisses in, uh, in, 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 in the world that are Jewish. Hmm. That's where those names came from. Wow. All right. Yeah. And then the, I guess our last question real quick. Uh, what do you wish you would have known about podcasting or TV or writing or business that you would kind of impart to your younger self? Uh, you know, I think about this all the time, but uh, I'm, I'm a joiner. I always join things. I never start anything, but start your own business uh, because I, I don't get a piece of, of what I'm doing. I get a, I get a paycheck and I'm sort of at that point in my life where like, man, I'd like to have a piece of something. You know what I mean? That's great advice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed a little taste of our upcoming two part interview with Motor Trends Johnny Lieberman. Crazy car stories, hot takes, Cuban cigars, and the future of the automotive industry. You won't want to miss that. <laughs> <laughs>